0: Welcome to Coach Radio International, the world's largest platform for the coaching and personal development world. And here's your host, executive coach and owner of CoachCertifications.com, Audrey Beach.
1: Hello, and welcome to Coach Radio International, the world's largest platform for the coaching world. I'm Audrey Beach, an executive coach and principal for CoachCertifications.com. We're an online community of certification programs where students and coaches can review, compare, and select certification programs all in one place. And today, I want to welcome Kathy Liska. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Audrey. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, I have a lot to say about Kathy, but I'm going to try to make this brief. Kathy is the CEO and founder of the Center for, Coach, for, Center for Coaching Solu- Solutions and the Center for Coaching Certification. Kathy draws from her 20 years of experience in business ownership and management, and she is a master certified coach and certifies others to coach in her ICF approved program. Her mission statement is people. I love that, Kathy. And she calls herself a guide from the side. Tell us more about the guide from the side.
2: It's a trademark and it really does speak to that passion for people and empowering them and being in service. So,
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, okay. Well, we're excited to have you here so our listeners can get lots of good information about your perspective on coach certifications. So, Kathy, why don't we start with what inspired you to start your coach training programs?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Basically, I went through coach training myself. I was doing coaching and coming from a background of training, it was a natural extension to move into teaching or training coaches. Uh And in that process, I just was so privileged. They were very open with me, gave me candid feedback. Hey, this is what we want. This is what is important. And it led to doing more research on coaching and coach training. And ultimately, I focused on a training program that is built on the ICF's 11 core competencies. So it's really content heavy, immediately applicable. And of course, another big piece was a business model to make it affordable and to provide a lot of resources and opportunities for graduates.
1: I see. And and so how long have you been doing this? The Center
2: for Coaching Certification has been around just over five years, and we have over 700 graduates.
1: Oh my gosh, that's impressive. For five years. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. Oh, that's great. And what about the Center for Coaching Solutions? Tell us more about that. The Center for Coaching Solutions is a sister company
2: designed very specifically to support uh, graduates of the Center for Coaching Certification uh, and also to provide those coaching services in the companies and organizations that want coaches. Oh. And so
1: we match <laughs> we match the two. Well, that's great. So does that mean that some of your graduates can then uh, serve Um, by being matched to an organization in the other business?
2: Yeah, so we are are actively seeking out opportunities for coaches, um, submitting proposals, working on contracts, et cetera, and then we use the coaches that have gone through the Center for Coaching Certification to do the work, the coaching in those contracts.
1: Oh, that's, that's awesome. And I, Kathy, as an executive coach myself, I think that is certainly a way where your organization differentiates itself because you're actually helping facilitate those opportunities. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. Well, um, so let's talk a little bit about your actual coach certification training programs. What makes your programs different? Well,
2: There are a lot of programs that are approved by the ICF, and I think that's a number one priority. Uh, We are actually the only coaching certification that is both approved by the ICF and authorized or accredited by ISET to offer continuing education units. And mm-hmm. what that means is professionals that have designations where they're required to have a continuing ed. This um, just double duty for them. We see a lot of, for example, HR and training professionals. Uh, the program itself, knowing who comes in, people with education and experience, is really intended to build on what they already have and know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very focused on the 11 competencies. Uh, we're known for depth of content. Uh, Also for our training methodologies, uh, background in training, and, of course, ISF speaks to that, how we actually do the training. Uh, And then, of course, the resources that we have available afterwards. So we publish a book once a year that's written by our graduates. Uh, We offer free continuing education. We offer an online searchable directory where people can list themselves. We talked about the Center for Coaching Solutions. And then, of course, we create opportunities for to get people to guest blog and guest present.
1: Yes. Well, that, that's interesting because it's sort of like, uh, for lack of a better way of saying this, it's like a life cycle, if you will, um, because what you said is you are also um, offering opportunities for coaches to enhance their credentials as they expand. Exactly, yes. And that follow up support
2: and those opportunities are huge.
1: Yes, absolutely. And sometimes I feel that's missing from, you know, very good programs that are offered in terms of their scope of content, but there are gaps in sort of that cycle. And I think that's important for coaches. Um, And so when you think about a program being accredited? Because this is something in the market that is talked about a lot. Um, Is it important to be accredited or not? And why, because you are, why do you feel that that is important?
2: So in terms of it being important, I think it's essential. Uh Uh, And I think it's even funny that we ask the question. Uh, The bottom line, do we ask gee, is it important that a university or a college be accredited? (laughs) Of course we expect that. It just makes sense.
1: Yes. And so what does the accreditation do? Like if I were talking to a coaching student, and you can see this on social media venues such as LinkedIn, where you'll see a number of exchanges and coaching students are saying, look, you know, I'm a good coach, I've received good training from an organization, but the organization wasn't um, one of the key accrediting bodies or associations. So how would you, how would you comment on that? It's, it, you know,
2: there are people that have gotten degrees from colleges and universities that are not accredited. Uh, and there's probably a lot of great learning there. I think the bottom line is as a profession, as we mature, if we want to be credible, uh, if we want to have a quality to what we do, it is important that we are cohesive, that we collaborate and work together. Uh, Coaching, I believe, will either successfully self-regulate or government's going to step in and regulate us. If we self-regulate, it's going to be through the ICF. I see them as our self-regulating body, and I'm hearing that more and more often. If government steps in, the first thing they're going to do is go to the ICF and say, gee, what do you think? Uh, and that's based on what has happened with professions over the years. That's where government starts. Uh, obviously, the ICF is working for the self-regulation. Uh, they are the ones that... Have the eleven core competencies, the code of ethics, etc. The good news is they've approved over four hundred programs, so there are a lot of choices with programs that are approved. Uh, It just makes sense for a training program to go through that process.
1: Yes, and and as you already know, but I'm saying this for our listeners at CoachCertifications.com. We only represent schools and programs who have been approved by one of the key accrediting bodies because we have criteria for those schools to meet in terms of, uh, you know, comprehensiveness of program, mentoring, uh, the competencies, uh, follow through, some of the gaps that you've addressed today. Uh you know, and there's a lot of fly-by-night programs out there. And I think also how a coach is assessed in terms of their skills. I think an accreditation helps look at a coach and they go through a standardized process where there are quality standards. Um, So that's just to expand a little bit on what you've said. But, you know, we're committed to that as well. Thank Excellent. you for that. Excellent. Thank you for that. And, and so if you were talking to a coaching student and you were advising them on the topic areas that should be included in any coach certification program, what would some of those be?
2: Well, of course, the quality of the content, and that is going to be uh, conveyed to you by the fact that it is an approved program, so that'll make a difference. Uh, the training methodology is huge. All training is not equal, and there are some great training programs out there that really have a quality process, and that's what you want to look for. Do they know how to train effectively so people really learn? Uh, who participates in the programs can be an indication of that. Uh, you can also look, for example, the ISS that we offer is one way of knowing, yes, it's about the training methodology. Uh look at testimonials, online reviews, talk with people in the company, and talk with the trainer.
1: yes, those are all those are all really good things i I think too you, on the the last um item that you mentioned, talk with the trainer. Um, we encourage coaching students to do that and to really look at the background and training of the instructor. Um, how much experience do they have? Um, what has been their training? How much time are they going to be spending with me? How much one-on-one feedback do I get? So I, I can't, I think the trainer is vital in that process. Um, and it certainly sounds like you have a great background. So, (laughs) um, and, and so, um, how many hours are your programs, Kathy?
2: Well, the ITF requires 60 hours of training for membership. We do it in two steps. We have a certified professional coach program that is 30 hours and a certified master coach program that is 35 hours. Uh, We do it in two steps because we find that for individuals, it helps them manage budget and it helps them manage the schedule um, as far as what they take and when they take it. Uh, and the idea of the professional coach training is uh, for those that are doing it internally or those that are testing the waters, it's a great way to dip the toe in, get their feet wet, use skills that apply everywhere and really test out, uh, gee, do I want to go into this coaching full
1: board? Right. And then your courses, that let's just go with um, the 30-hour the increments. Over what period of time is that done and in what forum? So we typically schedule it over the course of a month, sometimes over two
2: months, depending on how the schedule falls. Uh, We offer it in a couple of different formats. So one option is what we call blended learning. It combines live, interactive online classes, uh, followed by homework assignments with a two-day face-to-face. Uh, we also offer the same thing virtually, so everything is done in online classes, and it works really well for international students, uh, students who are in more rural areas, or where the travel part of it is a challenge. Yes. So it's available in either format.
1: Well, I think in this global economy, listeners are going to be really glad to hear that because um, we're all one big family now, and having that yes. sort of access and flexibility is key. Um, yes. What about, Kathy, tell me about um, how, if I were one of your students, um, what kind of of one-on-one follow-up do I get? And secondly, what about peer-to-peer feedback. Do you have any of that going on? Absolutely. So we do a coaching practicum during the class where you coach,
2: you are coached, and you observe coaching. And you're immediately debriefing these actions. So you get feedback from your trainer, you get feedback from your peers, etc., which is great. We also work very hard in terms of supporting people in their own connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Platforms for that. LinkedIn is an example you mentioned where we have a group there, and a lot of our uh, participants exchange their contact information. I hear from them years later that, yeah, we're still connected and talking and coach each other and those kinds of things. Nice. Which I think is fabulous. Yes.
1: Yeah, because we both know coaching is really an intimate process. And so I'm sure those relationships are built and sustained. during your training and afterwards,
2: um, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and of course, yeah. our trainers, uh, myself and and others, we offer a free hour uh, to students. So if they want more time, just individually, and then of course, all of our follow up opportunities give them another way to engage.
1: Excellent. Okay, listeners, did you hear that a free hour? That's that's important. Um, Kathy, again, if you were talking to coaching students and you were providing some guidance and I know this is hard to think about now because you've been doing this for so long, but if you could sort of back up, up and step away and say, gee, what is often overlooked? If I were a coaching student, what could I not ask about that I should? Yeah, no. I think that's
2: such a great question. I actually spent six months researching programs before I took one. Actually, yes. I totally get it. Uh, I think uh, the applicability of the information, hey, am I going to be able to walk out the door and start doing something with this right away? Uh, what are the resources that are available The follow up, supports, opportunities, et cetera? Uh, I think it's essential that the content of the training program really develop the 11 core competencies for coaches. Again, it's something that just makes sense.
1: Yes. Okay, that's good. And then what about, and this is sort of a different question, but I also think it's important because as you said, it took you six months as you were assessing, which by the way, is one one of the reasons we came up with (laughs) coachcertifications.com because it's an overwhelming process. When my partner and I both got our uh, training, we were overwhelmed with everything that was out there. And so we try to figure out a way to put everything all in one place with high quality schools and programs. Um, I guess the question is, what about the coach that wouldn't be a good fit for your organization or the student that wouldn't be a good fit? Is there anything culturally that you would say, you know, this is probably not for you?
2: You know, over 700 students, I've, we've had students from countries all around the world, uh, all different areas of the United States, that kind of thing. Uh, occasionally, I have somebody that uh, wants to take the class they're very, very young, and people say, well, are they going to have enough experience for coaching? And my response is, it depends on what kind of coaching they want to do. So if you have someone young, um, fairly new out of college, that kind of thing, and they want to coach youth, well, of course, there's value there. Yeah. Uh, so the bottom line is, just like in coaching, there's no judgment uh, as far as that goes. It's what is going to work. And I do, uh, before we do the class, I have a lot of people that will schedule a half hour with me just to talk through, this is what I'm thinking, does this make sense, how does it work, et cetera, and uh, addressing that.
1: Yes. Well, that's good, because sometimes I think, especially with someone who's not as seasoned, they don't know what questions to ask. And yeah. so I think by you doing that, you're providing them an opportunity to help with the gaps so they can think through this decision carefully. It's a very important decision to pick the right program and the right school.
0: Um, yes. And it's
1: that's easy to make mistakes there. Yeah, Yeah, it is easy to make mistakes. Um. Okay, and so you just sort of led into my the next question I wanted to ask you is what what mistakes do you see that that coaching students commonly make?
2: Look, I think the first one is exactly what you said. The reason you exist as an organization, and it's getting lost in the research. Uh, it's after you look at a few programs, you forget who said what and who does what and that kind of thing. Uh, so, my recommendation there is decide how many you're really going to research and create a spreadsheet and start filling it in. So it makes it really easy. Uh, of course you've done that for people where they can go to your site and literally, okay, here's a list and, and here's some boxes checked in terms of what they do and how they do it. Right. I think another mistake people make is they think that the price tells you the quality of the program yes. um, and it, it may or may not give you an indication Uh, Look at the agenda of the class, uh, look at the applicability of the information, check out their reviews, look at, hey, is the program approved, et cetera. Uh, Those are going to be a better indicator of the quality. Uh, And then really, whatever class you take, the more you put into your learning, the more you're going to get out of it.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a great point because listeners need to know that that it's up to them as as well. They're going to drive their own experience to a certain degree, and so you know, it's not a just. It's not about not being engaged. It's about being very engaged in doing the work that's required. I I always say that coaches, in my view, it's a requirement that they're learners. Um, I think that's a really good qu- uh point about price because I think sometimes what happens is. Um, price it can be um, misleading for students. They can see a, a larger fee and think, oh, they must be really good, you know. And um, by the way, sometimes uh, back to price, I think that it's important that coaching students realize that a price that they see um, online may not represent all of the fee that is included such as materials and books and travel. Now, in your case, that wouldn't apply, but I think it's important for them to think about that in advance as well.
2: Yeah. Find out what else is, is going to be added on for them.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, no, that sounds really good. And Kathy, I think you've been extraordinarily helpful to our listeners. And, and so, um, Anything else, what are you thinking about that we didn't talk about today that you think could be useful for coaching students or students, uh, I'm sorry, or coaches who are looking to enhance their credentials? Yeah, no, and I think that's a great question. And it very much like moving
2: into a coaching engagement for a coaching student is what are your priorities? Uh, Is it important to you to look at the quality of the process, the credibility of the program, uh, the ICF, the location, the cost, the schedule? Uh, Deciding what those are and then how much time you're going to invest in researching your options. Uh, Of course, I'm going to stick with that. Get that approved program. There are so many where you have that. It just makes sense. Uh, And then based on what works for you with schedule, location, and cost, that's going to help you. Uh, because, of course, those are factors in addition to the content and the application and resources. And, of course, please do check us out. We'd love to be one of the programs you're researching.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, not to to lose your point, I think what you said is just so incredibly important. And what you really said is, at at first, take a snapshot of who you are. Um, you know, what's important to me? What are my priorities? As you said, um, what, how much, what's realistic in terms of cost for me? Um, you know, if I live in New York, am I really going to be able to go to one-on-one courses in California? So you really have to think those through. And I know when I researched my training, um, quite honestly, I got tired after looking at the first 25 schools. And I I did, I, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, and so I backed up and I took that snapshot and this was years ago, but I said to myself, okay, I know I'm going to focus on corporations. I know I'm going to focus on senior management. I know. And I began to sort of like a funnel, narrow, narrow, narrow. And so that is no small point. And unfortunately, I think what a lot of coaching students do is they just go out there and start looking at schools without doing the pre-work you just recommended. So yeah, and then yeah.
2: after twenty five, it's just like, okay, what's the last one I happen to look at? All right, I'm done. Yes.
1: <laughs> and 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 you know, another reason that we really wanted to, I mean, we put together Coach Certifications.com for the student and coaches, but also for the schools that we believe can get overlooked in that search process. And so because just like me, I got tired, you know, um Okay, well, we're, we're going to have to wrap it up here, but I want to ask you, what words of wisdom would you like to leave with your listeners today, and especially those who want to find the right training program?
2: It's really going into it with the passion for what it is we do, the developing of the competencies, and then what does that mean as a coach, and that passion about empowering other people. Putting them in charge of being their own best expert. And how do the programs or the training support you in doing that?
1: Yes. Well, I think those are very wise words. Thank you for that. So, Kathy, thank you so much for being here today. I want. Thank you. uh, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I want to remind listeners that they should go directly to centerforcoachingcertification.com and please check out Kathy's programs. I know that they're stellar. I know that they are very high quality and very comprehensive. And I know that Kathy is an excellent trainer herself. And so thank you again for being here, coaching students, coaches and coaching schools. Be sure to visit us at CoachCertifications.com. This is Audrey Beach signing off.
0: Today's interview is brought to you by Coach Radio International and presented to you by CoachCertifications.com, the only global online community of accredited coaching programs where students and coaches can compare, research and select training programs all in one place. Welcome to Coach Radio International, the world's largest platform for the coaching and personal development world. And here's your host, executive coach and owner of CoachCertifications.com, Audrey Beach.
1: Hello and welcome to Coach Radio International, the world's largest platform for the coaching world. I'm Audrey Beach, executive coach and principal of CoachCertifications.com. We're an online community of coach certification programs where students and coaches can review, compare and select certification programs all in one place. And today I want to welcome Terry Hayes with us. Welcome to the show Terry. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, um I'm excited for our listeners because I was looking at your vast array of experience and your background and there's a lot I could say about Terry. I'm just going to um, provide some of her background. But today, Terry is representing Impact Coaching Academy and Terry has been a professional coach since 2002 uh, and certified herself since 2004. And Terry, you've been coaching coaches for the entirety of your career, which is unique. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited because I think you're going to have a perspective for our listeners today that is really going to be exciting. I do want to mention that you have been the general manager for two different coach training organizations and you teach, um, at yet a third. You are also on the Board of Governors for the International Association of Coaching, and you are their U.S. and Canada Regional Director. That's very impressive. You are also a Lead Instructor and General Manager for Impact Coaching Academy. So um, we're really excited to have you here, and I know my listeners are excited to have you here as well.
3: Well, I'm delighted to be here. So uh coaches are my crowd, you know.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you again. Well well let's start with um a little bit of background um about the training programs that you offer. Can you talk a little bit about those for us? Absolutely.
3: Um, you know, I, I have to say as a as a principal at Impact Coaching Academy and not necessarily the, the owner. Um, it, it wasn't my brainchild, but it, it didn't take me more than about a nanosecond to completely get on board because uh, what uh, Impact Coaching Academy offers struck a chord with me in that it is very much like um, a complex puzzle. You know, like we are, like all of us, right? We're all a bit of a complex yes. puzzle, and. It allows coaching students to get the puzzle piece that is the basics, but then add in the different puzzle pieces that are uniquely uh in alignment with what they really want to do. So all the little niche or, or niche, depending on you know where you're from and pronouncing it, right? Um yes, all the little yes, niche yes. specialty pieces that are actually just absolutely relevant to their journey. So um I, I mean, I would add, ADD coaching, parent coaching, couples, singles. Uh, you know, I mean, we just have such a huge array. But fundamentally, if I was going to say something about them, I would say that they they really meet students where they are.
1: hmm And and what, can, tell us more about that when you say meet students where they are. so it allows the more seasoned
3: coach to come in and immediately just go right for the specialty training that they're looking for. So a specific area they're looking to enhance or develop to add on to the basics that they've already picked up, either through experience or through other training programs. But it also greets the beginning coach right where they are. So a beginning coach can come in and, and begin with the basics and then systematically add everything from business building, which I think is a critical part of coach training is business building um clear yes. up through the more advanced uh nuances of the niche specialty that they may get into later on down the road.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and that that's awesome. Um and I'm so happy to hear you talk about that um because on coachcertifications.com as you know we're about um you know representing programs and schools that um, appeal to the coaching student, but also the coach looking to enhance their credentials. Mm -hmm. So that's that's very important. Now, again, for our listeners, when you say meet students where they are, um, if someone contacted Impact Coaching Academy, would you ask them a series of questions? How would they, I mean, how do they receive guidance from you about assessing where they are?
3: Absolutely. We believe the best way to do that, it, it's sort
1: of a walk your talk
3: moment for us. We believe really the best way to do that is to have a coaching conversation with them. Um, so we have we have on our staff, uh, myself and then several other individuals who are all available for every single prospect to connect with, have that one-on-one conversation of saying, you know, what is it that's attracting you to coaching? What do you visualize for yourself? Where do you think your assets and liabilities are? What is it your desired outcome is? And then are it's really like vetting a coaching client. Are we the best yes. organization
1: for you? Yes, yes. Oh, I, I love hearing you say that because I think that, and and as you already know, one of the reasons we started CoachCertifications.com was because first of all, it's a daunting process anyway to identify the right school and program. Yeah, But I think what students need is for someone who does have experience at that, to help help them um, make sure they've covered all the bases and asked all the right questions, because best fit is so important for both you and the coaching student. Um, another thing that you said that uh, was of interest is the business building. Tell us more about that. That sounds like a differentiator to me with your school.
3: Yeah, I I am a huge advocate, as is our our program and our organization, that coaches coaches having really great skills is only half the formula, that the vast majority of coaches are still choosing to be entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and that uh, myself and Frankie, the CEO at at, uh, Impact, we who have been in the business a long time, we've seen a lot of very talented coaches, leave yes. the industry because they yes. just don't yes. possess oh. the support or the systems or the structures or skills to make it as an entrepreneur. And, yes. and, and, and here's what I know about that is, is that we didn't just lose a good coach, a good coach lost dream because people don't yes. come to coaching on a whim. They don't go, hey, that was like an interesting business model. They, they're here because right. they're called to it. So we think yes. it's just a really important piece.
1: Yes. And, and again, with that business building piece, does that mean if I were to break that down that you help then with, um, you know, the, what is a small business? How, mm-hmm. how, what does it take to be an entrepreneur? You know, myself, I'm an executive coach and have been for many years, and I've had my own business in executive coaching. Um, and, and, I'm pretty well established. And then of course, as you know, coach certifications.com is fairly new. So I'm an owner and principal of CoachCertifications.com. I know what it takes to, to run a business. I know what you're saying about really good coaches going back, um, you know, leaving the coaching industry or going back into the corporate arena because they really didn't know they love providing the service and support, but they didn't know what it took to run a business. Right, and so how do you help people with that more specifically?
3: Well, you know, there's, there's actually three separate approaches. The first approach is is identifying what their vision of their business is. And that, that yes. actually takes a little more conversation than than folks would normally think. It's like, well, isn't there just a template? Well, yes, there's a lot of templates, but that's not what I'm asking. And what's your vision? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, yes. What's your vision? Um, that's the first piece is helping them get really clear about what it is they envision for themselves, what's going to meet their needs, what's going to have them feeling really fulfilled. Um, and then do some, you know, as necessary, some real coaching, personal coaching around what what it is where where they're getting in their own way, so to speak, what it is that might be blocking them. But then also we move into the practical tactical, which is the business skills, the uh, the templates you can follow. So once you've identified your journey, you can pull these pieces together. Again, kind of that puzzle image, pull these pieces together that form the journey to your desired destination. Uh, and then the third piece, and this is something we're really excited to be rolling out here in the next uh, three to six months, is we're actually adding an entire business platform where the coaches Ooh. that where the coaches that are really like not so terribly interested in being solopreneurs would would rather sort of be part of a group but maintain some autonomy, but still be part of a group. We're actually putting a business platform together to give an the opportunity to participate in that.
1: Oh, that sounds exciting. Um, You know, when you're going through that process of of the personal coaching session with a potential student, has there been anything that over the years, um, if I I would say to you, um, what surprised you? Was there anything that surprised you in those sessions that, um, you know, has popped up as a result of having those conversations?
3: Absolutely. I am stunned every time um by by how much misinformation there is about mm. what you should do what mm. things should look like and i find it really so it's so sad. It's heartbreaking because you have these these really wide-eyed, excited individuals that want to be part of the helping industries, and they're like, "I just want to do this, but I'm supposed to." And then the list goes on so long, and it's yes. like, well, "Whoa!" And then they're overwhelmed, and they're like, "Well, hold up. <laughs> yes. yes, you yes. you could do those things, but no one says you have to."
1: <laughs> right. Right. Is there, is when you say misinformation out there and a lot of the shoulds that are on that list, is there an example you can give us of something that pops up commonly? Oh, absolutely. Um, you, you should, from day one, have
3: your completely identified niche specialty, your completely oh. done website, your shopping oh, cart ad in, your, you know, like, <laughs> oh, there's yeah. There's just so much pressure around oh, what I a, a yeah. professional business person right. or a professional coach should have that it's yeah. hard to get anybody out of the gate sometimes.
1: Yes, yes. And and that goes back to when you said meet students where they are because, because mm-hmm. that's not where they're, they might be. And so, right. exactly. uh, you know, I call it, I call it, uh, and again, Audrey's words, but let's take a snapshot of who you are at this moment in time. You know, um, the person who is 40 years old is, is, you know, they're different than when they were 20 years old. And so let's kind of see where you are and what your thinking is and where your needs are. So that, that's really good stuff. Um, Terry, thank you for sharing that. You know, I know a lot of our listeners, um, we talk about coaching certification. How important do you think it is? that a coach training program be accredited?
3: You know, so this is a really interesting question. I think it's very important that a coach training program is accredited. I think that that is um, a a system of checks and balances that is in place that helps the the buyer, right, the dental student. Really understand that other eyes have been on this program, that they, that the people who are running the program care about the program enough to go through those, those steps and it's not easy. I mean, anyone who's ever had their program certified will tell you it is, it is not easy yes. by design. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh-huh. it's, I think it's really important. Now, whether what that means to the student in translatable value, I think that's a very personal thing. I think that everybody Mm. has a different perspective of how they're going to utilize that or what role that may or may not play in their long-term plan. Uh, So from a school standpoint, I say essential. From a personal standpoint, I say it's all part of that coaching conversation.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, no, I, you know, I, I love your answer because, um, you're absolutely right for the school and for the quality of the programs, the comprehensiveness of the programs, et cetera. And, and it does provide that system of checks and balances, the standards, um, the thoroughness, the quality of the instructors um, like yourself, like Frankie. Um, the student may not even know um, why that's important. Um, right. They may, but they're, they're just coming to you and they want, they want, at some level, to know that you're a high-quality organization. Those might not be the words that they use. But you and I know that the sure. comprehensiveness of the program, the very topic areas, um, uh, you know, the competencies. We, we know that all of that is important.
2: Um,
1: the, the student just wants to have um, the experience that's high-quality. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they want to feel understood and safe and really supported, and, and it's a much more personal decision.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Um, it, when you think about key topic areas that should be included in a coach certification program, what comes to mind? And I know I'm asking you that in gen- in generalities.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of the basics. Uh, there are a lot of really brilliant methods out there, and and I think that every coach that is making a serious conversion, a career change into coaching uh, is can expect to have a certain number of methods that they put into their toolbox, but I believe that the basic skills that go behind and underneath those methods is an essential component. So I think that a couple of good techniques is great, but I think that every school also has to have a really solid foundation with basic skills, you know, your core competencies, your masteries, that sort of thing. Um, and then, of course, the core competencies themselves uh, fit into that just beautifully from the ICF. But I mean, that in business yes. building, like I said earlier.
1: Yes, I love that. I love that. Part about the business building. So if I were a, a coaching student and I came to you, impact Coaching Academy, how would you get started with me in a coaching conversation?
3: Ah, the same, the same way I get started with all of my clients was tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. what, what attracted you to this industry? Uh, what's your vision mm-hmm. for yourself? What are your concerns? Um, what yeah. if anything, you know, do you feel is blocking you from making decisions you're really comfortable with, and and start to explore that, and and to mm-hmm. be really really mm-hmm. honest, the results are anything from, yes, I think you should absolutely be a student here, to I I really think you should probably spend three or four more months on your own personal development and then let's talk. Yes, you know, I mean, you, it's, it's everything. Um,
1: yeah. What what about um a coaching student who may not be a good match for Impact Coaching Academy? You know, it's interesting. I think we face this when we talk
3: about um, clients who are, quote, unquote, uncoachable. Like, what is the criteria for uncoachable? I I akin this question to to that dynamic because what is a student who's, You know, not trainable. What is a a not trainable student? It's somebody who really doesn't have a clear desire and isn't really interested in getting it, right? Isn't really interested in getting a clear desire Um, or somebody who has something that is significantly blocking them from being um, an invested partner in the process. Yeah. And so, so really those are, those are about the only two criteria that leap off the page. Now there's yeah. some little, little logistics like time zones and, you know, current, mm-hmm. you know, financial means and that sort of thing. But, but generally speaking um I really do akin the process to the same process we, we look at when we're talking about whether a client is coachable. I see. Okay.
1: And, and so, um, a thought that I had as you were answering that, um, I, you know, I'm so huge on, on Best Fit, which was one of the, the motivators to, um, create coach not just to help coaches in a sometimes daunting, um, overwhelming, um, decision making process, but also, um, you know, also have a way to, help them choose a best fit program and or organization. Um, And so, you know, we we want the high quality programs, we want the high quality schools such as Impact Coaching Academy, and we want them to be able to talk to someone like you if they connect with the organization, if they choose to connect with the organization. Um, I I wonder about um, how you help someone decide and maybe you don't, but through that coaching conversation, do you help someone decide whether life coaching or executive coaching or business coaching is the best focus area? I mean, do you find people come to you and say, I want to do this, or does that evolve out of the conversation as well? Both, I think both.
3: I mean, there are some people who are absolutely called not just by coaching. They're called by coaching a specific tribe. So yes. when, when yes. they, it, it almost sounds like a spiritual experience, you know, like when they get the call, the, yes. the call comes yes. in, and it, but it's really, yeah. it's about a specific tribe where other people are just like, it, it's people, it's people who are suffering, it's people who are having challenges, it's just people. And yeah. um, I myself, I have to tell everybody who's listening, I started out as a very confused student. It took me Uh. well over two years to even begin to scratch the surface at a niche that I was comfortable Mm -hmm. with, and um, you know everybody has their own timing for that. I think.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, you know, uh, of course, I I um, have a viewpoint as well, and I think coaches, um, they have to be learners. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, in order to in order to help others, um, I think you have to hold the mirror up to yourself first. And it sounds like you did that and mm-hmm. you figured that out. And then you were able more effectively to help others hold the mirror up to themselves. Um, yeah. Cause I, I really think it starts with taking a, a moment in time, you know, who am I today? What am I like? What am I not like? You know, what do I want to avoid? What's driving me? I think all those things um, it, it's an inward process uh, that it cannot be forgotten about. You have to be able to look first at yourself. Um, and so it, it, it you, Terry, you have so much experience. I love the fact, um, that you, um, coach coaches. I, I think mm-hmm. that is just great. Well, again, um, you know, I'm a coaching student. I'm out in the market. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm involved in exchanges and coaching groups on LinkedIn. Some people are saying training's important, some are saying, "Oh, you know, if you have X amount of years experience, you can go out and just be a coach." You know, there's so much out there. There's so much out there. Um, what are some of the common mistakes coaching students make when they do select a program?
3: You know, it's interesting. I I believe that one of the common mistakes, it isn't so much about the program the program that they select, except in a couple of capacities, they either um, bite off a program that is not conducive to the lifestyle they're actually leading where it really just you know we we talk about the walk your talk piece right so they get themselves involved in a program that is not only a growth stretch for them which of course we want it to be but it's just up in their entire life and they're in chaos and they're trying to do classes while they're flipping eggs in the morning and it's just yes it doesn't it doesn't serve either, you know, it doesn't serve them. So I think be really, really clear and candid about what fits your lifestyle, what fits your learning style. I I think that that's really important. Um, I strongly encourage people, please do not, you know, do not over mortgage your life to afford your coach training. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I,
3: again, if you're super stressing about the money and you're in scarcity on, on any front, um, It's, you know, if it's this kind of desperate energy feeling to it, back up and take a minute because that's not going to really make you in the best place as a student either. Um, So I, I would say that and then really failing to prepare. And this is what's hard, right? I think this is one of the things that all coach training organizations need to be really clear about. When you get into coach training and say, you've been there, I've been there. Tell me if this isn't true. It will upend your life. You are going to be yeah. facing stuff that you just are like, I thought I was over that or, oh, my gosh, I didn't yeah. know that about myself. And yeah. you've got environmental pushback and you've got whole new ways of thinking and being. And it creates a pretty significant ripple of a good, yes. you know, of good, yes. but it, it definitely you got to be kind of prepared for that.
1: <laughs> right. It's, you know, it's part of that holding the mirror up and that's where it should start with yourself. Um I loved your comment about lifestyle. Sometimes I think people um you know and I'm not saying this in a judgmental way but they're they, they haven't thought through that something may not fit um their lifestyle or who they are and mm-hmm. um they end up getting frustrated, they've spent too much money Um, you know, whatever the case might be. So I love the fact that you spend time on that with individuals and also the preparation. Uh, I want, we're running out of time. I do want to ask you about how the, how you offer your training at Impact Coaching Academy. What um, training formats do you offer for students? Absolutely. So I
3: I have to say on one front, it's a little bit what I would say, old school, and on the other front, it's super cutting edge. So we offer by teleclass, so it's it's absolutely accessible from anyone around the world who's got a Skype connection, and a cell phone connection, a phone connection. You dial into class, and you're connected. But we also use a bridge line provider that allows us to do very complex breakouts, allows us to play back audio during class, allows us to have the students using an interactive chat board if they want to, where they can message questions in if it is really loud where they are. Um, We use live demonstrations and YouTube videos, and I mean, it's it's a real um, usage of all that's at our disposal and makes it accessible for people to work uh, at their own on their own time, at their own pace, and really just uh soak up all the learning from such a diverse learning environment, not only from the yes. the processes we use but from the students I and mean, it's just wonderful having students from all different parts of the world in the country
1: oh oh absolutely. We're one big, happy family now that's for sure mm-hmm. so so really, it's virtual. I mean, um I can access your training no matter where I am
3: absolutely. Oh, that's nice.
1: That's nice. Now, do they have the opportunity to get individual feedback?
3: Yes, it's it's, it's required. Um, It's It's required. Good. Yeah, it's required. So observed coaching is absolutely part of the requirement. It's totally Uh in alignment with the ICF regulations as well as our own code of ethics. So they're Uh required multiple sessions of feedback.
1: Great. Great. I think that, you know, again, my personal bias, um, you know, I think that is so important. And mm-hmm. um, not only did I go through my own training um, with a couple of different organizations, but also over the years, and I've had my, uh, let's see, what year am I going on with my executive coaching business? I think year 15 or 14, mm-hmm. 14 and a half or something like that. Um, but um, as I continued to enhance my coaching credentials, um, and or get certified in other instruments, or whatever the case might be, I was always getting that individual feedback, no matter how mm-hmm. experienced I am, and also, I had um, feedback from peers from coaching yes. peers, which I absolutely. found valuable, yeah
0: so absolutely. it sounds
1: like it sounds like you you folks do cover all of that, which is is great well we 're running out of time. I want to ask you, and I'm putting you on the spot, Terry. But what words of wisdom would you leave your listeners today? What would you say to them about finding the right training program?
3: Ooh, well, there's, so there's two questions there: words of wisdom and finding the right training program. So, yeah, okay. My, okay. My, good. my words. My words of wisdom are the most positive thing that you can do to reflect well on the coaching industry is to be Mm. a person who is highly coachable. That, to me, is is one of the things. That's my Mm. words of wisdom. Stay highly coachable. As far as what it is that that really makes or breaks finding your coach training organization, find one that actually fits multiple boxes. Does the philosophy fit? Does the time fit? Does the price fit? Does the end result fit my personal goals? And do I feel an honest connection? If you don't feel the connection,
2: don't do it.
1: Yes. Oh, I think those are very wise words um, for for both areas, being coachable and um, getting to the gut about how something Mm -hmm. feels. Um, Mm -hmm. I I just want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Thank you for being here again. My pleasure. Anytime. Okay, well, I'm going to have to wrap up. So coaching students, um, please do not hesitate to go to ImpactCoachingAcademy.com. ImpactCoachingAcademy.com. Um, sounds like uh, there is lots of good stuff and lots of good people there. And um, also visit us at CoachCertifications.com. And this is Audrey Beach signing off. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Today's interview is brought to you by Coach Radio International and presented to you by CoachCertifications.com, the only global online community of accredited coaching programs where students and coaches can compare, research, and select training programs all in one place.